0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. This is episode 40 of the QA. This is episode 40 of the QA podcast. My name is Anthony. Uh, as always, sitting right next to me is
1: my pal, De Quincey. We're actually in the living room. We're no longer in the kitchen baking snacks. Yeah. Happy New Year,
0: guys. Yes, yeah, um, first
1: new uh, podcast of the New Year. So, Happy New Year. Thanks for listening. 2015. We're here. We made it. It's exciting. We're here. We're not queer. Get used to it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so we're, we're getting over.
0: Uh, you know, uh, New Year's Eve festivities, New Year's Day festivities, all that good stuff, um, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna look at the uh, NFL playoffs that are coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got four games, which is always nice, um, especially when the season is winding down. You can count four games being aired on television, uh, and uh, we're gonna take a look at these games. See, these are the wild. This is the wild card weekend, so. Uh, the wild card winners, I guess, from each conference are fighting to keep their run going in the playoffs. And uh, so, like I said, we got four games that we're going to look at, um, go through each one, and see
1: uh, see how each team fares uh, going forward. And like always, trying to predict the winners, where our <laughs> predictions sure to go horribly, terribly wrong. <laughs> All right, let's start with the first game. And considering I haven't slept in over twenty-four hours, hey, my own, might might really help you. <laughs> well, You never know. We'll see how it goes. All right, first game on Saturday at four twenty. It'd be the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Cardinals finish the year eleven and five. Panthers finish the year seven, eight, and one, and won their division under five hundred. Just brutal. What, That's your, a story for another day. Your dreams were dashed because you wanted them to finish 6-10. Uh, <laughs> <and ten>. So, <laughs> you're so sad. Yeah. It, it,
0: but the whole losing record and being a division winner and hosting a playoff game is just, just kind of sickening when you think about it. But it is what it is. Um, they were the best team somehow in that division.
1: Because the division was terrible, but continue. Yeah.
0: Uh, now they're... They're reaping the rewards of winning winning their division outright. Um, just so happens that Arizona is a better team, plays in a better division, and had a tougher time uh, making the playoffs, much less winning their division. So uh, it should be an inter- interesting game, though. Um, Carolina
1: has Cam Newton on offense. Yeah, as long as he's fully ha- um, healthy from his car accident that happened last month. Yeah, uh, and that's about it, really. I mean, that was a scary sight when I saw him turn there and saw his car was upside down. Yeah. I honestly, and I think I said this on a podcast, I didn't think he was going to play anymore this mm-hmm. year. So seeing him out there on the field has been a, um. what's what I'm looking for? <laughs> a godsend for the Carolina <laughs> Panther fans. It's good to see him out there healthy. Definitely um, for the Carol, oh, I'm sorry for the Arizona Cardinals. Their quarterback not so healthy. Uh, Drew Stanton is out for this week, so Ryan Swinley will be playing quarterback. Winley. Lindley, yeah. I'm sorry, Ryan Lindley will be playing quarterback for the Cardinals this week. Um, that <laughs> that really doesn't you know make me feel confident about their chances this week. It's an interesting matchup, actually. I mean, even
0: though, like, I did say that Arizona was a better team, I guess, record-wise. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you look at it, their defense is much better than Carolina's. But
1: they, Carolina actually has the better quarterback in this matchup. Um, Carolina should have the better offense in this lineup. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if you're uh, Bruce Arians, the coach of the Cardinals, you're going to go with a more restricted play calling. Mm-hmm. You're not going to, um, you know, let him throw thir- – let the Lindley throw 20 – I mean, 30, 40 times like you would Stanton or Carlson Palmer. Yeah. Probably, so, you know, you're going to lean on that run game. Um,
0: pound the ball down the middle. And uh, was that Andre Ellington? Yes. Is there their lead back? Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really have the greatest season this year. Um but that again, because I think you know Palmer was having a good season, going up until you know getting hurt. Yeah. Um, and Stanton was doing okay as a as a uh, replacement. Uh, now we're down to Ryan Lindley, and you know they uh, they definitely uh, were a different team going down the stretch. we uh, were not as hot as they were. Well, um, they they they're actually going into the playoffs pretty cold. Uh, Very inconsistent. Um, And this quarterback situation clearly does not help. Uh, And on Carolina's team, yeah, I mean, like I said, they have the better quarterback. I guess – so I guess technically the better offense, but I'm really not sure who else is on offense. With Greg Olson at tight end? Is he still the tight end? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, it's – some overpaid running backs that we've talked about in the
1: past <laughs> ad nauseum. Um, <laughs> Kelvin Benjamin, yeah, uh, receiver, right? Yeah, wide receiver. Yeah, Either, was he their number one draft pick? He might have been. Um, only ESPN would make it easy to see what I'm looking for. Yeah, anyway, continue, please. Um, but.
0: A defense and a defense that is a shell of itself from last the year before when they went twelve and four and won the division easily.
1: Um, <clears throat> yeah, first round pick Benjamin. You know, this is the first time in the um, NFC South's existence that they've had back to back division champions. It's unbelievable. Actually. Since the this division since the realignment in two thousand two when the Texans came in. It's the first time it's ever happened, and of course, it happens with a team that can't even make it to 500. <laughs> what, they say. So what do you think? What do you think about this game? This is actually more interesting than I thought. It's not as one-sided as on paper, as it I looks. I agree into. with you that it's not one-sided, but I think this this one will get the lowest ratings. It seems like it's the least sexy game. Yeah. Compared to the, to the other three we're going to talk about, it really
0: seems like they've, they've scheduled it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like in years past, you would get this game as like the Sunday primetime, or not Sunday primetime, but you know, the late Sunday afternoon game. And it's, it's like just,
1: when you're a kid, you eat your vegetables first, you get to everything else. Yeah. Just get this out of the way. Well, they're finally giving us our vegetables first. Yeah. <laughs> where them. in years past, we had to wait for the vegetables. The vegetables. Yeah. Uh, so let's get a pick. Who are you going with?
0: You know, I'm going to go with Carolina. Um, I can't believe I'm saying it. And it's, again, kind of disgusting that I'm saying it. But um, they got home field advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, that crowd's going to be behind Cam all the way. Um, and they still have, I mean, the defense can, you know, if the defense can uh, resemble anything that, that it was last year, uh-huh. um, then I think they've got a good chance. Because Arizona just doesn't have the firepower to uh, to keep up with Carolina. I think it and plays. I think Arizona's defense is there's there's so much pressure on that defense right now, especially for playoffs that I don't you know you hope they respond to it well but uh, it, you know it's um, it playoffs are it's a different it's a different atmosphere during the playoffs. Uh, every team will tell you that. That plays, you know, that gets to gets the opportunity to, you know, make, you know, go to the playoffs. Um, everybody steps their game up, uh, and I think. think I mean, you, Coach. Speak. <laughs> I think um, the Carolina offense will, will find a way to to pull pull it out.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm picking Carolina Clara, Carolina as well. It really has nothing to do with Carolina themselves. It's just the holes. That have hit Arizona right now They're mm-hmm. down to their third screen quarterback uh, I think this is really Going to be the game where they're going to miss Darnell Dockett and his ability up front to Stop the run mm-hmm. uh, Especially with the running backs that Carolina Has and Cam Newton taking Quarterback sneaks um, And design option plays things like that I really think that I really can see Carolina just running up and down the field And then if you're like, if you're taking Arizona this game, you have to believe wholeheartedly that their defense is going to come out there, hit um, Carolina in the mouth, cause a couple of turnovers, and that Ryan Lindley won't screw up the game. He'll just manage the game. And I, I can see – like, for me, I see Lindley having a turnover or two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And as a defensive player, when you know your back is against the wall and you know that if you give up more than 17 points – you're gonna lose the game. Yep. You're yeah. you're you're walking on that tightrope, <laughs> and then when that happens, when you give up a touchdown, <laughs> they're like, "Oh man, we can't win with this guy if we not come back." And then that's just a backbreaker for a team. Absolutely. Uh, do you want to do score prediction? Um, I didn't make room for that, but sure, let's go ahead. i to Yeah, I think it'd be interesting. Do you to want to do the over under? I mean the um, the line for the game.
0: No, because I don't (laughs) understand the line. I still don't understand the gambling aspect. But I'm going to go with uh, Carolina um, 19, Arizona 13.
1: I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Very much so. I'm going to go Carolina 23, Arizona 13. Fair enough. Fair enough, for sure. Ooh, Sorry. Ready to move to the next game? Sure. Baltimore versus Pittsburgh. Mm. Baltimore Ravens will be headed to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers, the division champion. Mm-hmm. I really have nothing to say about this that hasn't been said before. It's one of those games where there is no love loss. Yeah. You don't have any love for either one. There is no love. The love is gone. The thrill is gone, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I've never but, liked
0: either of these teams mm-hmm. uh, as long as I've lived. As long as I've been watching football, I've never liked Pittsburgh. I've never liked... Uh, Baltimore. I've
1: never been a fan of Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco overpaid and overrated. Yeah, That's Steve. Hard. I've
0: never been a fan of Steve Smith Senior. To be honest with
1: you, um, I'm not going there. You talk about Steve Smith that you want to, you end <laughs> up in a ditch somewhere. Probably. Don't mess with Steve. Steve, you my boy. We cool. <laughs> Go get Anthony. Um. But
0: this is, but this is the type of division game that always keeps you on the edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. These teams don't like each other as well um, and they they really grind it out every time they play each other. Um, so as a football fan overall I think it's, it's, it's going to be
1: an exciting game um, but I have nothing I have nothing invested in this game at all. Well, we don't have anything really invested in any of the games. Our team went 9-7 and, seven and yeah. on the outside looking in.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I can find teams to root for, you know, going on in the playoffs, but um, these two teams are not (laughs) either one, Um, and I look at Pittsburgh and that game that they played on Sunday night against Cincinnati, um, how they just took over that game, you know, was it? Yeah. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati? Yeah. Sorry. They just took over in the second half and just really ran away with that game. Mm-hmm. And you know what? <clears throat> Even though I don't like these teams, I'm man enough to apologize to Pittsburgh uh, for the way I predicted their season to go this year. I thought they were done. I, I clearly thought this team was too old to get anywhere near 11-5. and
1: five. Same here. And
0: they proved everyone wrong. I think any doubter, they proved every doubter wrong. Roethlisberger had nearly a career year. It looks like a career year.
1: Almost five thousand passing yards, thirty-two touchdowns. Can we talk about that? The five thousand passing yards. That's not as exciting now as it was ten or fifteen years ago with all the new rules they have to increase offense. you you're the, the game has switched over to a passing game so much that 5,000 yards is becoming... Uh, 5,000 yards now is what 4,000 yards was 10 years ago.
0: I agree, but I think it's still impressive. If you look at their running game...
1: We're going to hit 6,000 yards. Their running
0: game was still the was able to pull down or bring in... Almost sixteen hundred yards on the ground between Le'Veon Bell and LeGarrette Blount
1: Before to get 16,
0: Yeah, to get sixteen hundred yards rushing and almost five thousand yards passing is pretty prolific still to this day, despite all the rule changes. Because sixteen hundred yards, you think you are you are leaning heavily on the run. That's that's your main focus of your team, and it really it clearly wasn't. Um, but again, they. They proved me wrong. They proved a lot of people wrong. Because I thought this team was too old to compete. That it was somehow Cleveland's time
1: to, to step up. And, and for the first ten weeks of the, of the year, it was. It really was. Um, I thought... I thought they, they folded like <laughs> playing cards. Yeah. I
0: thought it was going to come down to Cleveland and Cincinnati. Um, only Cincinnati made the playoffs between the two Ohio teams. And Baltimore and Pittsburgh were on the way down. And here they are playing against each other the first weekend of the playoffs. Uh, so it's a testament to those teams. No matter how much I dislike them, um, it's still impressive regardless. Uh, and having you know, having said that,
1: um, also you know, Baltimore... You I'm know, going back. And you, you remember how you said you thought it was Cleveland this year? I picked Cleveland to go 4-12. and 12. Did I? Yep. I guess just after
0: watching for ten weeks, I was convinced that they were they were turning around. You had both
1: Baltimore and Cincinnati at ten and six. Okay. okay. Uh, but I clearly I think I had Pittsburgh at what? Six and ten. Six and ten. It was higher than I had them. I had them at four or twelve. Yeah. I, I, you we'll know. Go, I think we'll go over the over unders on another podcast. Sure. Definitely. We'll do that in our wrap up, see how bad we were. And we'll uh
0: Baltimore kind of stumbled into the playoffs, and they have no momentum going. They had to scrape by and pull away um, in the second half, but barely, I guess, over a Cleveland team that was in shambles. Well,
1: starting their third string quarterback, yeah. a rookie. Uh, was he a rookie? I can't even remember. But their third string quarterback, uh, God, that game annoyed me. That's yeah. what it feels like to be a Cleveland fan. <laughs> just constant disappointment all year round from all your sports. Um, I have no – here's the question I have for you. Antonio Brown of the Steelers versus the uh, Ravens secondary. Because the Ravens secondary has just been put together with uh, tinfoil and chewing gum. <laughs> I think
0: they're going to have a field day with this the secondary. Um I again like I said Pittsburgh has all the momentum going forward in this game at least and I think They're gonna continue and I think they're gonna win this game uh, convincingly this weekend. Ooh convincingly. They have the offense the offensive power to do it um, and their defense I think is better than what Baltimore can can put on the field offensively and um, yeah, so I, I clearly
1: have Pittsburgh winning this game right now. Oh, we are so going to cause mayhem and destruction when Baltimore <laughs> wins. Um, I too, I agree with you. I got Pittsburgh winning this game. Can we talk about Joe Flacco for a second? Sure. In your mind, is he the most overrated quarterback in the league? <laughs> Do we really want to go there?
0: <laughs> because, I'm just asking. <laughs> I could, I, your head might explode um, when I say this, but... Um, it might be between him and Jay Cutler. <laughs> whoa,
1: whoa! Just because of their paychecks, really? I think no. I'm talking about way over not not their paychecks. Like it has nothing to do with how much money they make. Just their how they're treated in the media compared to their stats on the field. because um, because as soon as you said that, I just thought of another guy in the NFC North. Andy Dalton. No. <laughs> no? NFC North. NFC North. Same thing as... Oh, that thing that Matt Stafford. Is, yeah. Um, you talk about a guy that has uh-huh. just done the 4,000-yard routine and has nothing to show with. It, it's Matt Stafford. But going back to my original sure. question. Um, Joe Flacco. He got he had a hot streak for a couple of weeks, won a Super Bowl behind Ray Lewis' right. mysterious deer antler spray. Um, Joe
0: is Flacco it, is the kind of guy that is frustrating because he's so arrogant really yeah he's always he seems like he's always had a chip on his shoulder but it it seems like he's not he takes weeks off it seems like like he's Mm -hmm. he's kind of lackadaisical in that sense despite having this this somewhat chip on his shoulder um so i think you can make a case for making him one of the more overrated quarterbacks it's hard to argue with that considering he does have a Super Bowl ring. Um, but, you know, when you have guys, when you have that defense that he had that year, you know, it's kind of, um, it doesn't necessarily
1: help his case. But we both agree that he is vastly overrated. Vastly overrated, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would say he's in the top three
0: but I think, up there.
1: But I think if he had some legitimate offensive weapons, not an aging
0: Steve Smith, uh, not an aging Anquan Bolin a couple of years ago um, maybe it'd be a different story you know, he's not you know he's still what brings in 4,000 yards that's not bad almost 4,000 yards yeah um, but I you know right now yeah I would say he's, he's overrated thank you he's kind of annoying
1: <laughs> well. you just don't like him personally uh, do you? I, I really don't care for him uh, Even his picture on ESPN just screams douche. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm sorry. I hate, I hate to start the year being so judgmental, but just it's kind of how it is. Maybe that's
1: uh, just the ESPN filter. I'm pretty right. sure a um, uh, photo of me would scream douche as well. Um, <laughs> overpaid, overrated. Are there any, any quarterbacks that you think are in that overrated category? Um...
0: Maybe Kaepernick at this point because he hasn't really
1: done much either. Well, he hasn't done much this year. He's this made year. Yeah. playoffs in the Super Bowl. Um, but that more that more could be attributed to just a lot of pressure on him. That's true. Um, I feel like I hear more about Joe Flacco from the media than I do about Kaepernick. Do you? Oh yeah, that? no, there's no doubt about that. That's that's what, what I mean by overrated. Is I feel like. What I mean by overrated when I talk about Joe Flacco, I feel like I hear more about the media talking about how great he is mm-hmm. than seeing it on the field.
0: Okay, I got you. Um, yeah, you can make a case
1: for Stafford for sure. Um, Eli Manning. Yeah, I feel. I don't. I feel like he's gone the other way on Eli Manning. He well, at first it was all
0: about Eli, and then those two Super Bowls, you know, didn't hurt. Um, but those were very very lucky passes that he threw. Hmm.
1: Um,
0: and those are probably the guys I can think of right now. I think for a while it was Carson Palmer, too. A guy who... Really? Yeah, who had all the tools, has all the tools to be a really good
1: quarterback. Well, and I feel like that's more about injury.
0: Yeah, but people still think of him as this guy that can still put it together. And he Really? Just, he...
1: he you hear that? <coughs> I re- he, I rarely hear about He that. got a great contract from Arizona. Well, um, um, that's arrows that's teams paying over overpaying players. We saw that again with Baltimore. Hey, well, goes harping on that contract. <laughs> I don't feel like I don't know, you may be right, but me personally, I don't feel like Carson Palmer gets the he's a great quarterback. I get I it seems like I get more of the Carson Palmer, he would have been great if he hadn't been injured. Yeah. I feel like I get that more than he's supposed to be great and it's not showing up.
0: And I think he. But he also played a, in a time where all eyes were on him mm-hmm. and Ocho Cinco. Okay, Tupac. <laughs> um, Ocho Cinco and. Uh, TJ Husmanzada. TJ Husmanzada.
1: You say Husmanzada? I say Husmanzada. Yeah. Um, I say it right, you say it wrong.
0: <laughs> One or the other.
1: <laughs> and Rudy Johnson. Don't forget him. Yeah.
0: Um, where well, I think there were a lot of eyes on him that. And he didn't. That well, really. That team didn't really necessarily live up to the hype as well. Uh, but he's again, he's a number one, former number one overall quarterback. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of anticipation behind that that distinction. Um, but getting back to, to this game, um, I think you're going to see a kind of a, an average Flacco show up and kind of you know hammer in the that. That you know, belief that he is just an average quarterback at this yeah. point.
1: I just want to remind people that both Anthony and I trashed Pittsburgh at the beginning of the season, and now we're riding them into the playoffs. Watch Joe Flacco throw like five touchdowns <laughs> in this game. Oh, I have It'd them be ridiculous.
0: I have them taking care of business in this game. Score.
1: Uh, I'm gonna say. Th- uh, uh, you, thir- said, you said you thought they were going to handle it. Had, get, they were gonna handle it, so give me a score.
0: I'm gonna say 30 to 17. Okay,
1: yeah. Um, I'm gonna say versus Pittsburgh versus Baltimore 20. I'm sorry, 35 21. Because, sounds
0: sounds fair. Yeah,
1: yeah. I can see that totally happening too. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Sunday's game. Sunday, 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 where we have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Get your tickets now.
0: This game, for some reason, just seems really boring to me. Um, Is it just the Colts? No, it's the Bengals. Oh, okay. It's the Bengals. Um, I like Andrew Luck. I hope he does very well in the playoffs this year. Because he needs to continue to make that progression. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's getting better and better every year. And with that, has to... Include your performance in the playoffs as well. Um, It's tough rooting for for Indianapolis because they're in our division. They took the you know they're constantly beating us for that the the Texans for that division title, Um, and it's also kind of sad that to see Cincinnati in this position again in the playoffs, the wild card. Spot or in the wild card game, and a legitimate chance of losing again
1: in the first round. Is this their? F- this is like, did they make the playoffs last year? Because I really can't remember.
0: I don't remember, but every the two years we made the playoffs, we played Cincinnati and we beat them in the first in the first round. So that's at least
1: two years. Um, it'd be three. It's either three of the last four years or four years straight. Because I can't remember if they made the playoffs last year or not. Yeah. So
0: it's, it's tough watching a team like that who just essentially is good for showing up and collecting an extra payday, I guess, for the stadium. <laughs> um, but other than that, I don't see them going very far either. And they started out pretty hot too. And then kind of they were uh, brought back to earth in week, what, five by New England and uh, and just were, looks by the the way their record went the rest of the way, they were just kind of inconsistent.
1: A win here, a loss there, two wins here, a loss or two there. What was that one game where Andy, Andy Dalton was like the worst passer on the face of the earth? Do you remember which game that was? It might have been that Colts game. It? To zero. I thought it was that Thursday night game against Cleveland. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. I'll check the box score.
0: Yeah. um it's just a team that just you know they're not they it just doesn't seem like they have it in them to to move forward
1: yeah it was that thursday night game mm-hmm. ended up with a passer rating of 2 that's not on a much scale approach. of 100 uh, one, no, Zero one, to 100 no that passer rating that's from 0 to oh, 158.3. Yeah. yeah as far as qbr that's that QBR. goes on 10 the end of the game with 4.3 qbr yeah. jeez wiz um
0: I see Indianapolis handling this game uh, just like another
1: day at the office for them mm-hmm. at this point. So you're going Indianapolis? Yeah. So far I'm going with all the homes. I teams. know. You're taking all the home <laughs> guys. I'm I'm seriously looking at Cincinnati because if Cincinnati can hold Andrew Luck, what else does Indianapolis have? Uh, they really don't have much of a running game. They have no running game. Uh, T.Y. Hilton
0: is... Had a, has had a great season um Reggie Wayne is a grizzled veteran and they have a pretty good uh tight end in
1: Co- Co- Cody or Kobe Fleeter you know which one it is it is Kobe You're Kobe right. okay like the basketball player uh, <laughs> not really
0: I think they have enough uh they have enough in the passing game to to handle to take care of business um
1: but it would only help if they had
0: a something. running game. A that Trent
1: Richardson game. trade might be the second worst trade in a decade. <laughs> the only trade that that turned out worse for a team is the thunder trading of uh, James Harden. Pretty much. I sound like Bill Simmons now, beating a dead horse. But, yeah, this year Trent Richardson gained, what's that, 519 yards? This is a guy who was, a, what, the number three overall pick in the draft a few years ago? <sighs> You're correct. Wow. Number three by Cleveland. You're a nice, nice work. I'm so proud of him. I mean, this guy had huge, I think, you know, a huge, uh, a huge wave of
0: expectations coming in. And I think he's the reason why running backs are no longer taken in the first (laughs) round because I don't, I can't recall anybody recently being taken in the first round.
1: He's been Indian and Indianapolis for about a year and a half. He has yet to rush for a thousand yards in that in that combined year and a half. Yeah, that's that's sad. Last year, four hundred and fifty eight yards. This year, five hundred and nineteen yards. Just missing it. <laughs> wow, are you serious? That's ridiculous. Um, like I said, if the Bengals manage to stop Andrew Luck, what else is there? That's a good point,
0: but I don't think. Um, I don't think Andy Dalton is I don't think he's as equipped to handle this situation
1: as luck is. I agree with you. If this was prime time, Andy Dalton, this game's at one o'clock. So it, we might get good, Andy Dalton. <laughs> I I since you're gonna go with the Bengals, I'm gonna go with the Colts to, to mix it up, hopefully. I really don't want us to pick the same teams going all the way down, so I am taking the Bengals. Sure. That's I mean that's fair enough. I think you're taking a app. Score of the game? Uh,
0: I'll go... Man, I think I'll go...
1: 27-17. I will go... 24-13. Uh, Cincinnati? Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. okay. Their defense is really good. That's true. I, I, I'll, I'll give you that. Can't argue with that. And a little story about the playoffs. Teams... These teams, these two teams, played uh, each other earlier in the season. Week, oops, week seven, Indianapolis won twenty-seven to zero. Teams that face each other again in the playoffs, coming off a blowout, it's about a fifty-three percent chance that the team that was on receiving and the blowout wins in the uh, playoffs. I know this because what's it been? It's been about five or six years. Remember when the Patriots blew out the Jets won one game? They won like 48-3 to three or something, mm-hmm. and then in the playoffs, the Jets won? I remember that vividly. You know why? Because I bet on the Patriots and lost. <laughs> I had like a four-team teaser, and I was the one team that didn't come through. I put down like, I could have won like $500 Holy if they had come through very annoyed. That's why I don't bet. <laughs> I don't no, I, it, I bet like $20. <laughs> it's just when you do a teaser you it grows exponentially. Right. Um. So let's go to the last game and I don't know if you agree with me, but I think it's the best game. Oh no, no doubt. <laughs> Especially now what we know. What we know now, it's, it's definitely shaping up to be the best game. Detroit Lions will head to da- Big D, Dallas to take on the Cowboys. How about them how about them Cowboys? Back in the playoffs, Cowboys. Yeah, you got to like that. First time they won a division since 2009, I believe. Actually, I don't like that, but... <laughs> okay. Um, and we didn't know for a few days if Ndamukong Su was
0: going to play. He was technically suspended for the game mm-hmm. uh, for stepping on, stomping on Aaron Rodgers' ankle or mm-hmm. shit a calf twice. Like, in the same sequence, <laughs> he basically took two steps on him.
1: Were you crying? Because I know Rodgers is on your fantasy team.
0: No, because the season, the season was over for me anyways. Your season matter. was over in what week? Like, like week, week seven? <laughs> uh, but they went ahead and reversed. He appealed the suspension. It was reversed. You got a Hefty fine, which fine, you know, okay. Um, but I really think the only way this guy's ever going to learn is if you take time away
1: from the field. Did you hear his excuse? No. His foot was numb from the cold so he couldn't feel what he was stepping on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it either. <laughs> this guy is a dirty player. If you're stepping on a flat surface, your foot goes all the way straight. Yeah. If you're stepping on something else, your foot will curve, and you step on something, you would look back <laughs> to see what it is. I don't buy that excuse for a second. He should have been suspended. Yeah. And it looks like Nick Fairley's going to be back in this game.
0: Yeah. Then There's a possibility. He's been injured for most of the season. Yeah. Um, if you have those two guys on the field, that's a that's a game changer. Without a, without a doubt, it's a game changer. This defense, this Detroit defense was incredible this yes. year. Better than I was <laughs> paying attention to really. Yeah. Uh, but after looking at it all, I mean they
1: were what the, the oh, top 10 sorry. defense yeah. Detroit. 13th against the pass, first against the run. So this would be the immovable objects versus the unstoppable force. Detroit first against the uh, against the Russ and Dallas was second. in rushing, 147 yards a game. Yeah, uh, we'll see how Demarco Murray comes back from his it, broken hand, uh, wrist. I, Bro- uh, yeah. I remember he has surgery, has that huge cast mm-hmm. on him. So we'll see how he does. Yeah, I I can't believe I'm doing
0: this, but I'm kind of liking Dallas still because they still they have everything that. That Detroit has an offense,
1: mm-hmm. in addition to a great running game. Uh, can we both agree that Detroit's defense is better? Yes. But we've that with Tony Romo is better than Matt Stafford. Definitely. And he has
0: the same, just as many good uh, offensive, you know, passing weapons mm-hmm. and a
1: much better running back. Um, this is going to be awesome. Wide receiver Des Bryant versus Calvin Johnson. Heck yeah, uh, man! This is going to be a fun game to watch. I'm actually—I can't believe
0: I know people who are fans of—I have family who are fans of Detroit and Dallas. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I know. I don't know who uh, I don't know who to to talk to about the game, or you know, before and after the game, or whatever.
1: But um, I think I'm going to go with Dallas in this game. I have a question for you. As a Texans fan, do you, like, automatically hate Cowboys fans or their team? No, I don't hate them. Because I, I don't. Unless we're playing them, I hate them. Otherwise, it's like if they win, hooray. If they don't, they don't. I have a coworker that's um, been a Dallas Cowboy fan for going over 40 years now. Mm-hmm. And, like... <laughs> The Last three years when they've been the Heat Nate has like taken 10 years off his life expectancy, and so now they're back in the playoffs. I'm happy for them, I'm happy for the fans, they have a little glory. I just wish there are some fans that you know are happy and they can you know be quiet, but then you have the loudmouth bandwagoners that like will be showing off, like, look how great we are, we're back, and it's like, it's, win the playoff game. Yeah. and. I think it's just, you know, we're I'm
0: conditioned at least just to not root for the other Texas team, essentially. Yeah. Um, but in this case, I, I think I think I can make an exception. They're, they're a really good team this year. Uh-huh. Um, they have gone through a lot. Their fans have gone through a lot over the past three years, four years, since Romo's been a quarterback. has been the quarterback <laughs> on this team. Uh, and... It's good for ratings when Dallas is anywhere near the top.
1: Yeah, when Dallas is good, ratings go up. Yeah, they go gangbusters. Um, so I think I I won't mind seeing Dallas winning this
0: game, and I think they're capable of of winning this game. Um, I think this could very well be a shootout.
1: Give me a score, my friend. Um, I agree with you.
0: I'm going to go Dallas 37, Detroit. Uh, was it 33? Uh, if that's possible. I'm,
1: I'm going Dallas as well. and wow oh, I think this would be the toughest test that defenses well. no, the toughest test that defense has ever faced is on Aaron Rodgers and he carved them up. Yeah. Uh, Tony Romo has been MVP level good this year, but he's not Rogers good. Um, I'll pick the final score as... I see this as a really high scoring game, so I'm going 42 to 37. I
0: like it. I like it.
1: I can't wait. I'm actually
0: really looking forward to this game, and I've never said that about a Cowboys game unless they're playing the Texans. Uh, I've never said that about a Lions game, so... I'm I'm actually really looking forward to this game. These are these are two top teams this year, the two of the top teams this year, um, and something's got to give, and it's going to be fun to watch.
1: Very much so. All right, so we're going to switch over from the real games to the fantasy life games. <laughs> um, if you just came here to listen for our picks and talk discussion on real football, feel free to turn turn off. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about fantasy football. You'll get some fantasy football talk. Yeah, about. how'd you finish out this year? I made the playoffs, but I got knocked out in the first round. That was the breaks. That the breaks. Yeah. Um. This is the what fifth year? Yeah. If uh, I need to go back and check, cause I believe. Uh no, it's fine. History will work for me. Yeah. Hit the internet will work apparently so yes, this is the fifth year of our um, league oddly enough we've been doing it this is like I said fifth year we've only had two winners <laughs> yourself yeah and our friend Bobby Bob, yeah <laughs> Bobby just won this year he won for the sec, uh, second time and he won on Sunday night yeah that was
0: so tough because I, t- I was talking to our friend Robert who mm. was playing Bobby at the time Robert and Bobby were in the championship game and I was talking to Robert as the game was going on, and he was he was confident that he had secured enough of a, a, a lead. He was up by, I think, 16 or 18 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Roethlisberger, five minutes after, or no, two minutes after I got off the phone with him, Roethlisberger throws like a 60-yard <laughs> touchdown
1: pass. Which basically kills his chances. Secured the, secured the win. And he had no
0: one playing. He had no one playing... Uh,
1: the rest of the night and
0: Bobby who won the, the title had Roethlisberger and AJ Green yeah. in his lineup uh, for that Sunday night game uh, it was a great lineup setting for Bobby mm-hmm. um, it was really
1: tough though to see our friend Robert lose because he was pretty excited pretty you excited had well. the possibility of winning he did great the entire season just got, he got away to the championship game and it just didn't happen for him yeah Sound again. Sound like Cubs fans was always next year,
0: but um, I think this was this was a great year because um, this is one of the I think the first time that we we had games that really mattered at the end of the season. So this was a crazy season. Yeah. So you didn't have a lot of games where you didn't know if, uh, except for teams like New England who had already secured a spot and Denver who had already secured a spot, you didn't know. You know Manning and Brady. You figured they were going to play some of the game, mm-hmm. but you still didn't know if they were. You know if it would be worth putting them in your lineup for you know at that time. So, um, and in years past, you've got. You know, I've, had, I've had problems where I didn't know if McCoy, LaShawn McCoy, was going to play.
1: Uh, or do you want to rant about your team? This team was just a very underachieving I, team. Yeah, I want you your rant about your team? What you, uh, What was your record? Final record? My final record
0: was six, seven, and one.
1: Which is and unlike the Panthers, you couldn't get them. no That's very, very much middle of the pack.
0: Um, what were my wrong keepers, with your team? Oh, who are your keepers? My keepers coming into
1: the year were Aaron Rodgers, Lashawn McCoy, and Brandon Marshall. Oh, before we go any farther, let me describe the league. It is a was it ten? No, ten, 10 team? No, no, it's twelve, isn't it? No, yeah, Sorry, it's a twelve team. It's a twelve team league. Um, everybody gets to keep uh, three keepers per year. Yep. Um, and yours were Rodgers McCoy and Marshall Brandon Marshall
0: three top players mm-hmm. at each position and McCoy Not coming into year, you thought they were <laughs> McCoy got off to a slow start Rodgers was Rodgers he
1: was the he, best quarterback in the league
0: yeah no problem there LaShawn McCoy got off to a slow start and just kind of he he didn't. Re- he never really picked it up the rest of the way.
1: Well, he did finish thirteenth in total score for running backs. Yeah,
0: which is really nice. But the two years before, he was a top five running back, mm-hmm. and you know he's only twenty five, so it's not like he's hitting a decline already. It just I think their offense is a little more spread out now, where he's not getting as many touches. Um, and Marshall plays on. A team that was just all sorts of dysfunctional. Hmm, and then, I wonder <laughs> why. And then he got hurt. He got hurt at, uh, with like two or three games left in the season. And uh, never really got to shine this season. And the rest of my team, I, I think I drafted pretty well. I drafted Frank Gore. I drafted Sammy Watkins, who was a, a headache each week because he, one week he was playing like a top... Receiver in football, and the next week he's playing like a rookie again. It was just because he was a rookie this season. Mm-hmm. It was really tough with that guy.
1: Um, Plus, he, he didn't have the best quarterback situation. That's true as between EJ well. e. Manuel and um, Kyle Orton, and he was also hurt uh, with a groin injury uh, through most of the season.
0: Uh, so now I'm debating whether I should keep Watkins over Marshall going into the next season. Uh, I think that's a legitimate discussion to be had. Okay, it
1: depends on who the quarterback is for so those two wide receivers.
0: Yeah. Um, I drafted Reggie Wayne, who's old and hurt for most of the year. <laughs> uh, I drafted uh, Victor Cruz. I was very excited about him. Cruz, Watkins, and Marshall. And, like, the second or third game of the season, Cruz goes down with a knee injury. No. Oh, was it knee? I thought it was Achilles. Achilles, you're right. And he's done for the year.
1: Achilles! <laughs>
0: um... Frank Gore showed signs of getting old. He <laughs> yeah. was not very good this year. As do all of us. Yeah. Um, and I really like my tight end situation though because I was somehow able to get Martellus Bennett and Antonio Gates who had a resurgent year this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going back and forth with those guys each week. So Your team was stars and scrubs, man. <laughs> yeah, it was very frustrating this year. Because I expect to be in the playoffs every year. Uh, oh,
1: George Steinbrenner! Absolutely,
0: here. and I, I typically try to get a team or build a team that's capable of making the playoffs, and it didn't happen this year. So it's very disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, I'll get a, a nice draft pick going into next season. We'll see. We'll
1: see. We'll see how you do. And you got bounced out of the playoffs early, <sighs> first round. Very disappointing. Which is the first year that I have not made the championship game. <laughs> Ooh, I, I, I am crying. <laughs> that's disappointing. Uh, my keepers this year coming into here were Calvin Johnson oh jeez I traded away my other guys so I can't remember who it was Calvin Johnson uh, Jamie Graham and CJ Spiller mm-hmm. and Spiller was ineffective so he had to go bye bye <laughs> uh, I was able to pick up Josh Gordon and just stash him on my bench for a suspension. He came back like a house on fire that first game <laughs> and never was able to repeat it. Uh, my quarterback situation just jumped from quarterback to quarterback to quarterback. Mm-hmm. A couple years ago, I was riding championships with Tom Brady. Then I traded him for a draft pick, and now I've been jumped from place to place to place, so I'm going to have to find somewhere to upgrade right there. Um Besides that, I really like I liked my team. It was just, just didn't work out for me, really. It
0: was just one of those years. It was a very
1: strange year where our
0: team really just under underachieved compared to what we're used to seeing. Just wasn't good, man. <laughs> just wasn't good. So, uh, but I'm looking forward to next season because I'm I'm very curious as to what I should do with that with those wide receivers. Should I go with Marshall or Watkins? And both guys are very much capable of being top receivers now. Um, Watkins clearly has a few more years um, ahead of him, and Marshall is getting into that prime, I guess, of his career, or just at the prime. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. I really have to do some research going into the season.
1: I'm trying to see. Where did you draft – Victor Cruz. I think he was my first pick. <laughs> After the keepers. So that'd be like round number four? Something like that. Uh, let me see. Frank Gore. No, oh, no. Victor Cruz. Yes. Because my draft pick came up and I had a choice between Keaton Allen and Victor Cruz. And I was like, uh, I'll take Allen from his breakout <laughs> year last year and you're like, Alright, I'm gonna get my salsa on Victor Cruz. Uh, I was
0: ready. I was ready for doing some salsa dance. Let's
1: just say neither one of us were <laughs> were uh, very happy with our choices. Yeah. Man. i it's twenty twenty though. I when know. you look at the players that were drafted. I drafted Cam Newton and was like so disappointed. T. Y. Hilton he would have been an awesome pickup. He was fantastic this season. The Christian's team. Christian finished what ten and ten and two. Ten and two. And got knocked out in the second round. I believe. No, I think he finished twelve and two. Did he? No, let It's either to eleven say. and three or twelve and two. I want to say. Internet is not working for us right now. It's so slow. Hmm. Maybe the computer's cold as well.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cold.
1: But um, yeah, I think he went. I think he went. Um, you look up on your phone because my computer has gone. Yeah. Oh, we're back up. Yeah, Christian went twelve and two. Is that the best record we've ever had?
0: Ah, uh, jeez you've never run the table that's for sure I know
1: I came close one year though I think I think I went 12-2 and two last year I really am going to have to check on that let me continue the vent, my friend while I look that <laughs> up well yeah I'm just
0: disappointed in my team the whole performance of my team um, I really thought I had a very strong team going in guys that who started to show signs of aging of aging <laughs> so that was my you know
1: my downfall, really. Yeah, um, there's always Bobby, next year, though. Always there's next year. Bobby's going to try to defend his title that he took from me. I was defending champion. He took it from me. Um, yeah, I went 12 and two last year. Okay, that's the best record we've ever had between me and Christian. I can't remember who I lost those two losses to. I remember one was like the last game of the season where I didn't care. <laughs> I <laughs> had Clint. You're, um, ready. You're
0: ready to just move on.
1: Yeah. Uh, but the good news is, now we're ready for some baseball. No, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Can't
0: wait. It's going to be a good year, especially with all those moves that we made that we talked about in yeah. uh, the previous 10 episodes. If you go back to the early 30s of our, of our
1: catalog, it was from 2014. Real quick. I did the last thing we talk about. Our baseball, it wasn't 12-team. We're going to go down to four. I mean, we're going to go down to uh, ten because we lost two players. Um, It's a keeper league. Right now, we keep ten per team. It was up to 15 a year or two ago. In years past, yeah. Now, you're the champion of expanding keepers, making a bigger roster. Make your case right now. Uh, Well, it definitely – the more keepers – with
0: the more keepers allowed – it cuts back on the time that it takes to draft. So, especially guys who um, may not, who have to settle for auto draft or or really take their time, um, instead of a two, two and a half hour draft, you could cut it by an hour, I think. Um, It gives you more flexibility in picking, you know, keeping, keeping your, your favorite players, and the teams are going to be stronger now that we're going to to, to uh, the 10 teams. Mm-hmm. There's Same. going to be more players available. Um,
1: and I think it'll just... What do I put in, like, 10 teams and only 4 teams make the playoffs?
0: Then, man, that's going to be
1: circus. It's going to
0: be a free-for-all. People are literally going to be fighting each other.
1: Um, Maybe it, I should make it ten teams, five teams make the playoffs, so there's only one bye. That could work. That, yeah, I,
0: I wouldn't mind seeing that either. Uh, but I think with, with additional keepers, um, I think every team has a chance to be really good this year and to really compete. And it won't be completely one-sided. One team won't be too heavy. I think it'll give everybody an opportunity to to. Start out as strong as they possibly can. And then you, in turn, said, we might as, you know, you kind of
1: prefer unlimited keepers. A dynasty league. Just yeah. keep everybody. Everybody keeps everybody. That's what I would like. But I know there are some, quote, unquote, small market owners out there <laughs> who don't like that. I am like the uh, Yankees of the of the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. I'm here to win. I am George Steinbrenner. Year in and year out, I'm here to win, for sure. So, you know, we're, instead of being three divisions, it's only going to be two. So I'm going to have to just draw names out of the hat. Because <laughs> I will say goodbye to all this. And, yes, I'm the defending baseball champion. So I just want everybody out there to know, you come at the king, you best not miss. <laughs> and with that, I believe we're done.
0: Yeah. Uh, thank you again for all the love and support. We're looking forward to 2015 mm-hmm. for you guys uh, tuning in and come you know keeping up uh, with along with the ride with us. You can find us on Twitter. In 2015, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. Believe it or not, yes, at ant underscore Garcia two eight eight.
1: How many tweets have you sent out? Uh, Six. Four. Oh, four. What well, Dang, I went high. <laughs> you catch me at at dq three two seven and check out the blog at at two eighty eight underscore. Um, you just came out with your best in music for 2014 awesome column, by the way you did a great job appreciate it um, do you have anything else coming down the pipe um, I'm gonna start
0: to I'm gonna start my uh, music list early <laughs> so I'm gonna start trying to keep up with as much music as I can throughout the year and so that way it's not as it was a little bit it was a little rushed um for this last column but I'm hoping Shh, to, don't let them
1: go behind the curtain
0: I'm hoping to uh to really expand that that review um, and be a little more thorough even more thorough than I was uh, this this first time around um, yeah but you know again we're we're looking at some big things coming up this year big things popping and we hope you continue to, to join us for that mm-hmm.
1: um, and thank you again yeah, I'm gonna go nice. get some sleep uh, <laughs> yeah, you've been up a <laughs> I'm while. running on fumes I'm gonna go home <laughs> take a nice hot shower get out and start writing Tomorrow will be nothing but working out and writing.
0: It's a new day.
1: A brand new day. All right. For Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies. Good night.